No, God! No, God, please, no! 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 Well, I think we're just going to start a... Uh Anytime we're at the game at Nationwide, a podcast called the Post Game Drunk Cast. It's um, not actually counting as an episode, but... We're just going to throw it out just there. Just throw our thoughts out there for all of you to hear. We're just going to put it out there. We're just going to throw it out there, and if you don't like it, just throw it right back. We're going to whip it out, and if you don't like us whipping it out, you can just put it right back in. Put it right back. Put it right back in. Fuck, That's fine. Fuck the penguins. <laughs> yeah. On a real uh, note. Rough, rough game to watch <laughs> versus the old Penguins. Rough game to watch. Second period was great. Se- the second period was a lot of fun. You called three goals. They scored two. They did. Down three to two going into third. Felt really good about it. And then the real Penguins first line, the refs, decided to. Yeah, no, the refs had a uh, they had a fun a fun night. Uh, yeah, first period wasn't pretty. Uh, I I really going into the game I had a a pretty big confidence you know I thought that for sure that you know yeah we we were down early but for whatever reason the entire game I was like I'm, I'm not worried about it I just I thought that we could have prevailed and we did not prevail we lost no uh the so I'm not gonna blame this on the refs but that, that there were some pretty questionable that tendy interference call. Against Boone, when Boone was in the crease already, his foot was established, his skate was there, Murray skated into Jenner, and then flopped, and then just took a dive, when uh, Seth scored, is honestly the most bullshit call I've seen in the NHL this season. The most bullshit fucking call I've seen. There's there's not been a worse call in, in that atmosphere in in the league this season yeah no it was um here's the thing in the nhl they don't know what they're doing it seems like when it comes to goalie interference interference in general uh we've seen a lot of questionable calls for years now and it just it seems like there's absolutely zero consistency when it comes to the goalie and a player in the crease so for instance this situation uh, who was in the crease there? Was it? Uh, it was Boone. It was Booner. Yeah. So Boone's in the crease, minding his own business. He's not in any way. Just maybe trying to deflect the puck. You know. Uh, not even that. He's just he's just playing his part and what he should be doing on the ice. And and Murray comes over, and if anything, Murray more so gets in the way of what Boone's doing. And I get Boone's in the crease, but at the same time, Boone's not. He's not interfering with Murray at all. He wasn't. Boone is, he didn't even know Bo- that Boone Murray was doing, there. Yeah, Boone is doing his job and what he's supposed to do. Murray comes over and pretty much knocks Boone out of the equation, and that's when Seth Jones rips a shot and it scores. Because Murray flopped. Because Murray kind of flopped. So whose fault is it? Boone's in the crease, and yeah, that's Murray's crease. But at the same time, Boone is not doing anything to harm Murray. Why is that Murray? Murray comes over and interferes with what Boone's doing. So it's kind of like the NHL. I still think doesn't know what the hell they're doing. I don't understand though. That like they don't because why is that Murray's blue spot? He came out of the net. 
He was out of the net. He was out of the crease. Boone was in the crease. Yeah. Murray came back into the crease. There's way, way, way too much protection for these goaltenders. Way too much. Yeah. And it feels like there's even more protection when it comes to Pittsburgh. When Crosby's on the ice, when Murray's when Malkin's on the ice, when it does. I mean, God, it, it man, really like, does. And here's the thing, like I don't want to be one of those fans that like bitches about the refs cuz I think that's kind of a, a cop out for a, a lot of th- a lot of games that and a lot of goals sucked. That that call sucked the life out of that arena. No, it did. And here's my point, like listen, I don't want to be that fan and for for the longest while I don't think I've ever have really been that fan. Like I know the refs have a hard job. It's not easy. They got to make split second decisions. You know, they are on the ice. Yeah, or they 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 got a front row seat to the action. But sometimes it's not easy to make so those borderline judgment calls. But that's it why just, we have replay. It just yeah, it, it is, and it just Which they seems, at. <laughs> It just seems like if we were playing like a Carolina, or we were playing like a Western Conference team that just wasn't even in contention for any type of spot, you know, in the playoffs, I feel like they wouldn't even have reviewed it. Anybody? You know what I mean? Like I feel like it just would have been it would have been a non-issue, but since we were, you know, it was a big game, it's for playoff points. I mean, we're we're we're, we're now out one point because we lost tonight to the Pens. It's, we're right on the bubble with the Pittsburgh Penguins. Pittsburgh Penguins bringing in a lot of money for the National Hockey League. They bring in a lot of eyeballs. It's a fact. Yeah. It is what it is. I hate the term. So, it just seems to me that if, you know, we're playing the Penguins, it just seems that the Penguins' first line, a lot of times, seems to what seems to be the referees. It's ridiculous, and I hate to I hate the word that the term playoff implications. I think that's kind of dumb to talk about. Yeah. I mean, you don't have playoff implications until you're in the playoffs. But we play playoffs. We we play your voice, your <laughs> playoffs. Voice, your voice kind of. I know. Your, I'm so your pissed. balls dropping. I'm so pissed. Playoffs. I, the, the we we play the we play Pittsburgh three times in the next four games well two twice now in the next three games right yeah. i th- if this is basically a playoff series and that was game one with these guys to get it i mean we have a game in hand on these guys but uh, the series is tied one one where we've got a play game in hand they just won one against us and we're fighting with them for a playoff spot though the, them in carolina and we're getting calls like that yeah. where where boone has his skate in the crease Murray comes in, skates into Boone, skates into Boone, yeah, and they call it on Boone. Are like, are you kidding me? What co- what is going on? What whose dick do we have to suck to to get a non call around here? I mean, it's it feels like every single game that we play Pittsburgh, we're getting screwed. We're getting bent over on calls like this, to where it's just sucking the life out of this team because. We go. We we tie the game one to one on a goal from Seth Jones on an absolute clapper from him. Yeah. Where they they call it back on a bullshit goalie interference call, and it just sucks the life out of them because now it's one nothing, and the next thing you know, they're up two nothing. Yeah. No. It it definitely. I mean, it sucked the life out of the team. Sucked the life out of the building. I mean, there's no way around that. And yeah, it's it's disgusting. It just seems that more times than not, a lot of calls. And like I say, I don't want to be that fan. But it just seems like more times than not, you play the Penguins, you play the Capitals, you play this, you know these these higher market teams that are always in contention. It just seems that a lot of calls just lean the other way, and it, it sucks as a fan, as a fan to watch this happen. And I mean, Jackets tonight dropped to fifth place now in the Metropolitan Division, so we got the Islanders at seventy nine points, 
We've got the Capitals at 79 points. We got the Hurricanes have jumped to third place. They're at 74 points. They're tied with the Penguins, but the Hurricanes have the tiebreaker. They're both at 74 points, though. And Jackets are now 73 points, fifth place. And the Flyers, you hate you hate to see it, but I mean, listen, I mean, six points is a lot of points to overcome, especially this late in the season. But Flyers are still kind of there. I mean, I would definitely rule out the Rangers and Devils at this point, but I mean, it doesn't. We're it's not a bad situation because you win one game, you hop up to third place. Sure, yeah, I that. Going away from the refs for a minute in that game, I the 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 torta, the tortorella tortellini the blend, the tort, tortellini blender the tortorella blender right now is is screwing is screwing us and we saw that happen real time in this game where Duchesne, Panera, and Atkinson come out. Mind you, that line plus Bob has put up what is that, seven goals and given up none in the last two games before this game tonight. And he decides to blend it up because they weren't playing well for the first half of the first period. And here we are. I just don't – I mean, this guy's brand new. Him and Dezingle, I understand putting them on the same line together. I get that. And that that's an okay theory. But he's – Duchesne is so new. You yeah. cannot – just after the first, after he just stops playing well for half a period, you cannot blend these lines like this. PLD's down there for a reason. He needed a break. He's been he's been playing against every top center in the league for the entire season because we've had nobody else to do it, and he's been doing a great job. But now we have Duchesne. Duchesne is is more seasoned. He's better than PLD. He's he's a better scorer. He's a better passer than PLD, and that's just what it is, just based off stats. Why would you change that up based off of a half of period of play because they weren't doing exact I just I don't understand it. It doesn't make any sense to me why you would take the the, the three of the best set of the best forwards in the league and blend them up because of a half a period. It does it makes absolutely no sense to me. Yeah. And I mean I'm looking at ice time right now and Duchesne had 15 minutes of ice time. Uh Borkstrand like 11. The Zingo had about 10. Um, some guys that had some higher ice time on some lines that I feel like weren't as productive. Boone had almost 18 minutes. Nick Felino had 20 minutes of ice time. Felino was on fire tonight. F- yeah, Felino was looking good, but I mean, you got Matthew Shane and you're kind of limiting him to 15 minutes of ice time. I mean, it's. And maybe that's because, again, you know, he, he got. He played the night he got traded, and then on a back-to-back came back to Columbus with Dezingle. Uh, well, not after after the back-to-back, but came back to Columbus on a back-to-back, played again, played most of that game. Maybe maybe he's getting a break. Maybe we're looking too far into this. But it just seems like why would what what's the saying? If it's not broken, don't fix it. I mean, what the hell, man? I don't I don't understand the sudden changes and going back to the way we were before when we make these trades. Real quick, just just completely going way off subject. Now that I'm talking about it, McQuaid, that hit he had tonight, where he <laughs> put his own head into the board. That dude being here one game is already all in for this team, and I love to see it. Oh yeah, <laughs> it's I mean, absolutely dude, amazing. McQuaid, 
from the second he stepped on the ice tonight, he was 110%. I mean, like, the first period, he was already trying to fight somebody. Yeah. The first period he's ever played oh, yeah. with this team, and he's already trying to fight if a If you want to win over a fan base, try, to, yes. try to fight just, somebody just immediately. keep doing that, man. Like, just, yeah. <laughs> I love it. Yeah. No, I mean, I don't know. To, to add to kind of what you were saying a second ago, it's tough. I mean, yeah, we have Matt Duchesne, a part of this team, and that's fantastic, and I don't think that uh, – I don't think that him being dropped down to that second line with Dzingo is an issue. I mean, I think I more so, I would like to see PLD back on that first line with Atkinson and Panarin. I think that's where he belongs. He's he's earned that spot over the past two years, whether you want to hear it or not. Yeah, is Matt Duchesne a bona fide number one center? For sure. But he needs to work his way into the system and then work his way up to that number one spot. I didn't really, I didn't necessarily agree with him being on that first line to begin with. Yeah, it was great to see from a number standpoint because all those goals combined on that line, oh, hell, damn. Like, Not to mention the two shutouts some, and the oh, yeah. four goals that line and produced that's some in those talent. two games. That's absolutely some talent. But we, I don't know. I mean, I'm okay with either one. Be, I don't know. I'm okay with either one being at, at that number that number one center position. I think PLD up there. I think there there might be some there's some more chemistry at this particular moment with those three guys and there is a Duchesne because Duchesne's new he's got to figure out how to work with with Panarin, with Atkinson and and that's gonna come over time and all I gotta say is this is the first game that we've had all three of these dudes on the ice together with the Jackets first game after the deadline first game after the deadline first game that we've had Dzingel first game that we've had uh, McQuaid. We've had Deshane for two games, yes. But we've added two new pieces in there. You just got to give it... I feel like you got to give it time to marinate. It sucks now to lose the Penguins because there are... Again. There are playoff implications, absolutely. There's still a good amount of games to go. And I think these guys just seem to start meshing with each other. Bob, for whatever reason, when he plays against the Pens... Is he's a mental head case, and we we've known that, we've we've seen that in playoff series, we've seen that in regular season games. Maybe next game you start you start Corpy. I don't know what you do, but against Pittsburgh, you don't. You, at this point, I don't know if I want to start Bob in the regular <laughs> Where's season. Where's Kincaid, man? Like, where yeah, is he we, at? Bring we can him start in. him, too. Bring him I mean, in. I mean, what's his stats against the Penguins in his career? I, I don't know. Shit. Probably better than at Bob. At this point, I mean, like, wait, let's bring up, what's his name from the Monsters right now? I don't even know. Yeah. Let's get let's get Merce well, Lincoln over here from Latvia. Yeah. I mean, well, that, I don't that even can't know what happen the fuck. just yet. But Look, man, I'm I'm so tired of watching Bob play against. I love Bob. I've I've shit on Bob this season. I love Bob, but he does not ever play well against the Penguins ever. He doesn't. It just it's not it's just factually untrue that he plays well as a get, yeah. well against the Penguins. Yeah, I mean, th- but yet he continues to start against them in these big games. And yeah. it, I mean, there's just. All around, just wasn't a great game for the Jackets. Whether it was defensively, whether it was our you know, four lines going in and out, or whether it was Bob. There was just, every time we saw somebody try to pass the puck, I, didn't, I don't know that I saw more than one tape, tape pass the entire game. It was just, there was, a lot of, it, there was a lot of just like misjudgment on every level. And for the first half of the game, we could hardly get the puck into their zone. Like it was, it was a, 
struggle to even get to the neutral zone. So I'm not faulting this all on Bob, but there was a there was plenty of weak shots that went in that should. Oh yeah, we couldn't get into the offensive zone, and they walked in almost every time. Oh yeah, they there were plenty of times where they just walked on. It's like we were on our heels the entire game. It it seemed like Um, there were times where we didn't make pushes. Don't even get me started on that three, three on goalie, fuck up, whatever the hell that was. Yeah, three Jackets players against Murray, and we didn't even get a shot on goal. What I mean, the only I that this whole game had to have been a fluke. It had to have been a fluke. When does that happen ever? Three three offensive players against one goalie and no shot on goal. How does that happen? Yeah. That's crazy. Yeah. No yeah. And like I say, I, I'm not looking too much into this game. Um obviously the Penguins are a good team. I still don't think they are a bona fide threat in the Metropolitan Division this season. I really don't. I mean, will they make the playoffs? We'll see. But I think on paper, the Jackets are a better team. And I think it's going to take some time, maybe a couple games, maybe two, three, to get all these guys acclimated into the Blue Jackets system. And I think we'll be fine. I really do. I think this is just a minor setback. We just won two straight. We just we blanked two teams in a row. You know, they didn't even put up a goal on us. So, I mean, we, we're a good team for whatever reason. Just when it comes to the Jackets and the players we have, there's just this mentality that when the Pittsburgh Penguins come into town, we just, for whatever reason, there's a curse. Can't get past them. That's the only explanation. Yeah. Who cursed us? I don't know. What what happened? Boomer. Boomer being dead cursed us. And that is, it's the Boomer curse. The Blue curse. Jackets killing Boomer. Cursed. Hashtag boomer team. curse. Hashtag boomer curse. That's the only. That's the only explanation. Until we bring boomer back, we'll never beat Pittsburgh. Yeah, it's, it's just what it is. I think it is. We. Sh- I mean, we got to bring back boomer. I mean, wh- why not have a mascot that just is a big throbbing cannon? Right. <laughs> it's just, you I just mean, every time we score, it. we just need that throbbing cannon just Dude, ready to go off at any time. you got to have your throbbing cannon ready to <laughs> fire off loads into the sky. Oh. And that, that therefore... <laughs> at all times. At all times. And that, therefore, excites everybody around everybody, you. Everybody's ready. The whole fan base is just, excited. All the Jackets fans are... All, look, all the that, players on the ice are ready that was for the, the first. throbbing cannon to just <laughs> go off on top of them. Just getting off his cannon blast everywhere, all over everybody. Yeah, man. That was the first Pens game I've been to where it was more Jackets fans than Pens fans, honestly. That's which is saying it's something. Been that way for about two years now. I haven't been to a Pens game in a couple yeah, years. Yeah, no, it's there was a time where it was pretty ugly. That's so that's like even there was the a Toronto time, game I went to earlier this season was more yeah. almost more Toronto fans than than Jack. I was yeah. very I was very happy to see more Jackets fans. Mm-hmm. I'm very unsatisfied with the two chants that we have. Let's go Jackets and CBJ. I have a really Let's big, get some let's get our shit together guys. Come on. I'm cool with the CBJ chant. Like I think that's fun because that can, that can, sure. that, that can get loud. That CBJ can get rowdy. Is good. It's easy. Here's what I hate about it. I hate when Stinger tries to initiate the chants because if the fans aren't initiating it they're obviously not in it at that moment. So right. why give a shit about trying to start He's a manufacturer? Trying, I, yeah. I don't care. I'd I rather have like some it. random drunk jackass from section 212 starting exactly. a CBJ chant. I don't want Stinger, Stinger 
Absolutely. I don't want Stinger starting a chant. And can we end <laughs> the Let's Go Jackets chant? Because I have Stinger tried that the first period, and it just sounded like a bunch of zombies. In Nobody the wants to do it. Let's go. Should we come up with some chants? We'll come up with some chants. Tomorrow's Wednesday. We'll come up with some chants. We'll get them yeah. back to you tomorrow on the podcast. Yeah. I mean, CBJ chant's fine. Just like, don't have Stinger start it. That's my big thing. If Boomer started it, I'm on board. If Boomer starts it, I will walk right up to him and rub him. On his shaft. I will rub on his shaft. On his cannon shaft. Yes. That will do that. Either way, okay, Lil Boomers, this is our this is our post game broadcast. No idea what we're doing. We don't know what we're talking about. We've been we've we're in one and we just wanted to give you our thoughts after the game. Here's my my final thought. I just had to vent and we're gonna yeah. it's fine. Kyle was all about he, Kyle I'm as soon as we walked out of the room was like, Let's go back to the studio. Let's do a podcast. And I was like, All right, well, let's whatever. let's talk into mics and just vent a little. I'm still pissed. Yeah. I can't. Uh just yeah. yeah. Long I'm pissed. All Jackets fans are pissed. We I get it. I'm going to sum up this whole podcast by saying, don't worry about it. Let these three new trades assimilate into the Blue Jacket system. I think we'll be fine. We'll be fine. Yeah. Um, maybe we're going to find out what Torts is really made of with the with the, all this talent that he has now. We'll see. I mean, this is the most talent this team's ever seen. This might be the most talent that Torts has ever seen on one team. Maybe. But I don't know for sure. I don't know his other teams. But, I mean, he used to coach for New York and Vancouver and all those guys. But. I don't think – and we, we don't need to go into too deep a discussion here. I think we've got to wrap this up here. Yeah, but yeah, we're done here. I don't think Torch needs to prove anything in terms of a coach. I think he's a fine coach. He's got a Stanley Cup. The organization has zero. Exactly. He has nothing to prove he's to anybody. He's coached for Team USA. <laughs> yeah, The organization is – American? I don't know. Sure. <laughs> I'm trying to think of a comparison. Yeah, That's all nailed I, it. I nailed that. We'll see what he's made of. We'll see what this team's made of. We're going to see where we're really at. If we can't beat Philly on Thursday, then fuck, maybe we should have traded Bob and Brett. <laughs> <laughs> That's a rash thought. And I'm going to Stop leave. recording. Get me yeah, out of here. Get you out of here, bud. <laughs> all right, little boomers. That was our uh, post-game drunk cast. That's what we'll call it. Thanks for uh, listening. Hey, we'll be back tomorrow for our full-on artillery podcast. Full-on cannon chefs. Full-on cannon chef. Warren, Warren will be back. I'll be here. Kyle will be here. It'll be a great time. We're going to be talking about hockey. We will. Goodbye. See you tomorrow. Love you guys. Love you guys.